Welcome to the Whole Life Healing Podcast with Dr. Alexander Lloyd, best-selling author and founder of the Revolutionary Healing Codes Technique. Each week, Dr. Alex shares principles and methods from psychology, energy medicine, natural medicine, and spirituality to help you reduce stress, heal emotional and physical issues, and remove the barriers that hold you back from happiness and success. Join us as we learn to live our happiest, healthiest, and most successful lives. Here's Dr. Alex. Hi, Dr. Alex here. If you like the show today, or any day, I would love it if you took about 10 seconds to go to iTunes and leave a review for the show. I've been doing this for about 14 years now, and I spend hundreds of hours every year in preparation and recording the show. And if you like it, if it's worth your time, if you think it might benefit others, I would love it if you could leave a review to recommend to your friends or just recommend it to your friends that could benefit from listening to the show. Thank you so very much. Since we are going to be talking about issues of health and well-being, we wanted to make sure that you understand that this information is not intended to cure or heal anything. Everything in the presentations is the opinion of Alex Lloyd. You should always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any specific health concern you may have. And uh, thank you, everyone. Welcome. Uh, whenever you're listening to this or if you happen to be here at the original event, uh, we uh, love you and we welcome you. Uh, we've been doing this for over 14 years, trying to give away something every week uh, where there's no nothing to sell, nothing to make money, nothing to get in the way. Um and and we hope that each week we give you a little something to think about, a little something to challenge you, and something to practically apply in your life. And yes, the uh, title today is The Happiness Test. Um, you want to take it? Would you like to know what would be your guess about your tr real, true happiness, or someone else that you care about. Well, uh, a new research study was reported about, oh, a week ago, I guess. Uh, I saw it in Google News and um, printed it out. And what they found is a new study has come out, and they say you can tell how happy someone is by what they say. Okay? And so if you're just a little perceptive as to, okay, uh, out, of a, out of zero to a hundred, however many things this person says, where are they on the scale of all negative to all positive, all right? And basically, according to the study, that's how happy the person is, or unhappy. Now, they also concede that it could very well be that someone presents, in other words, they don't say things that would be negative. They, they are saying things that they think will be accepted as positive, but they're doing it for social reasons, and what they're really thinking is negative. They just don't say it because of an ulterior motive, and they acknowledge in the study that that would be included as well. Is it so to revise the happiness test? It would be what you say or think. 
Now, this week, this is a great, fun, simple little thing, and lots of times people are shocked by the way their results come out. But I would advise every one of you to do this, okay? Get a piece of paper or, or keep track of it in your uh, smartphone or whatever, and for one week, or, or, or maybe even don't, don't make it that hard, Maybe say for three days, but at least one of the days has to be a weekend. You want both weekday and weekend. But what you do is every time you have thoughts um, or say something, you just make a little plus or minus. And so there's two columns. Every time something positive plus, every time something negative, negative. Uh, if it's neutral, you don't have to put it down, or you could have a neutral column. And then at the end of that week, or three days, or whatever, uh, you can see visually, by pluses and minuses, how happy you are. If it's, uh, if it's 50% negative, 50% positive, then based on this research, you would be uh, basically happy as the average person, okay, 50-50 uh, would be average. Think of a bell curve. So if you had 80% uh, pluses to minuses, you are happier than about 30% about, um, of people, well, 30% of people who are average or above, and you would say or feel or think or believe, I'm happy probably at about an 8 out of 10 with my life. But here's the thing. I've had so many people tell me, oh, 0 to 10, how happy am I? And they would tell me some figure, and then they would do this exercise over a week, three days, four days, five days, whatever, and they would be shocked because it would be very different from where they said they were on the positive to negative scale without actually doing it. So you have got to actually do this so you can see and know, all right, regardless of maybe what I feel sometimes, I am approximately this happy. Six out of ten, two out of ten, 8 out of 10, whatever. And I've seen that be a real inspiration for a lot of people who said, you know what, that's not very good. I, I, I want to I get this better. I want to be really happy. I want to be as happy as I, in my perfect life, so to speak, can be. All right, now let's talk about it. While this is really fun and cool as sort of a... Uh, take the temperature of where you are. It's, it's great for that. But please do not be deceived. Whether you're positive or negative, happy or not as a person, is not about what you say or think. Okay? That's just a symptom. That comes from somewhere. So the better question is, well, maybe not better question, but a second question. The first one, how happy are you or unhappy? Number two, where is that coming from? What is the source? All right. Uh, if you're familiar at all with my story, you know this is near and dear to my heart because Hope and I had about a 12-year search 
trying to find a solution to her uh, severe clinical depression. And about six years, halfway into that search, I came across an ancient manuscript that really was a turning point for me. It, it changed the course of my search. It gave me hope. It ultimately led, I believe, to the solution to the problem. Okay? And that was a, a, a statement made about 3,000 years ago by Solomon saying, guard your heart above everything else, for from it flows all the issues of life. All right? Well, there's another ancient manuscript that talks about this study that just came out. How happy are you? But it's even better because it tells us where the thoughts and, and words come from that are the evidence of how happy we are. So let me read this. I, I, I'm reading. The good person out of the good treasure of the heart produces good, and the evil person out of the evil treasure produces evil. All right? So it says that this is really coming from who you are as a person, the deepest level of you. At, at the lowest common denominator, who are you? Are you a good person or are you a bad person? All right? And we, uh, how that is determined in your heart is a conversation for another day. We just don't have time for that today. But let's move on. And it says, out of this who-ness, W-H-O, who you are at the core of your being, the good produces good symptoms, positive thinking, positive thoughts, positive words, and positive actions and behaviors. Because it says, produces good or produces bad. But that would not only be words, that would not only be thoughts, that would be whether you do a good job at your work. That would be whether you are being the husband or wife or son or daughter or friend or neighbor or employer or employee. That would include all of that. All of that is what you produce in your life. So this manuscript is saying all of that goes back to this, all right? So the good produces good, the bad produces bad. And then here's the, the uh, tying it up in a bow statement from that same ancient manuscript I'm still reading. For it is out of the abundance of the heart that the mouth speaks. So in one place, Solomon says, boy, you better guard this, this place because this is who you really are. This is the most important stuff, and this is what determines everything else. Now, another ancient manuscript also uh, saying that the source of everything that you produce in your life, and even whether you're a good person or a bad person, is what's in your heart. So 100% harmonization and agreement by, and these are spoken by different people thousands of years apart, okay? And I believe this is exactly true. Now, let's go to, to what I consider some of the best research of all time. And you've heard it from me before, okay? The Harvard Grant Study, the largest, most expensive, most complete 
study of the human condition and the history of the world, which is all about what makes us happy, which is what that study was that was released about a month ago. Only this one took 75 years and $20 million on the campus at Harvard. And that conclusion that became a best-selling book a couple of years ago, and the conclusion of the entire 75 years was this, happiness equals love, full stop. End of discussion. Don't need to talk about anything else. That's it. It is conclusive. If you have love in your heart, you're going to be happy and help others be happy. If you have a heart full of fear and uh, um, self-focused on yourself to the exclusion of everyone and and everything else, what what you might call selfishness, what... What in scientific terms, I believe, is seek pleasure and avoid pain. What people would call um, uh, oh, I was looking for the term that somebody told me just a, d- a couple of days ago. Self-interest. Self-interest is the key to everything. Well, ladies and gentlemen, self-interest is fear-based, which means a negative or in the case of this language, bad frequency, which, the per- which changes the person's brain chemistry, causes the hypothalamus to flip a switch. You are receiving negative words, negative thoughts, negative actions, failure, etc. On the other hand, if it is predominantly love, joy, peace in your heart, That causes the hypothalamus to flip the different switch so you get positive thoughts, positive feelings. And the difference is in the heart and the difference is love versus fear. Okay. Uh, Another study. Uh, In fact, the book had the word happiness in it. One of my favorite books on happiness by Dr. Dan Gilbert at Harvard and the result of that study is, was this. Expectations are a happiness killer. What are expectations? Expectations are self-interest coming from the heart. That self-interest that a lot of people today are saying is the key to everything. It's the key to wealth and health and happiness and, you know, get your life arranged by your self-interest for what pleases you most, the least amount of pain and the most amount of pleasure. But what they found at Harvard is that self-interest in the heart, which naturally all the time is about an external expectation result. What they found at Harvard is that's the happiness killer. So again, to me at least, true science confirms and harmonizes perfectly with true spirituality and so much of the great ancient manuscripts. Our modern pop psychology and self-help tells us it's all about self-interest. It's not true. What is the evidence? What is the concrete litmus test 
as to what that is infallible that I've ever seen as to whether you are happy or unhappy in your heart, which again, as we just said, is either an abundance of love, joy, and peace or an abundance of fear, out of the abundance of the heart. It's experiencing any feeling or emotion in the anger family. Anger, irritation, frustration, resentment, bitterness. Boredom can be a form of anger. If you experience any of those, that means you have a wrong goal that is self-interest-based and that has caused the hypothalamus in your brain to flip the switch to negative thoughts, negative words, negative actions and behaviors, and as this last ancient manuscript says, producing negative things in your body, life, work, relationships, etc. So, uh, I would this day recommend so highly that you take that little plus-minus test this next week or that over the next few days to see just how happy or unhappy are you really. And if something spectacular is going on, I wouldn't count that day. These need to be kind of average days. And then also be aware what feelings, emotions, even if I don't act on them, in the anger family... And, and every time you experience um, a patience-type feeling, you can put a plus. Negative anger family feeling, negative. And again, you can pretty much see visually with perfect accuracy just how happy or unhappy you are, as well as those you love and care about. So... It is true. You you can see how happy by what you say if you add what you think that you don't say. But that is a symptom, not a source. The source is in the heart. To change the heart, I would use some of our tools, trilogy, memory engineering, rapid eye stress release, etc. But most importantly, to make a spiritual commitment to love in the present moment, Regardless of the circumstances, regardless of the end results, whether they're what you like or don't like, forever, no matter what. And your unconscious mind absolutely knows whether you truly are committed to that or you're just going to stick your feet in there for a while, see if it works. If it doesn't work, I'm right back to my self-interest life along with the symptoms of negative thoughts, actions, and words. Please try it today. There's few things I can think of that would make a bigger difference than this. And in the study and the ancient manuscript, I think the way you could say it is you will be getting going to higher and higher levels of happiness and closer and closer to your best possible life.